Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're kind Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. This, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is stuffing my face with pretzels, Atom. Wow, okay. What? The pretzels yeah, are good. I know. They're kind of big pretzels, too. They're big pretzels. They're like they're yeah. like big pretzels, but they're not pretzel logs, which I miss from the States. I used to love sucking on a pretzel log. Oh, my God, that sounds really... Oh, okay. <laughs> so many answers. Yeah. So many yeah. answers. From a young age, I would suck on pretzel <laughs> logs. Anyway... <laughs> Not important. Well, welcome back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> um, yeah, we're going to continue on from where we were last week, right? Yeah. Uh, we kind of got cut off abruptly on the whole pegging look, thing. Look, we, we, we only have so much time on these podcasts. Yeah. Um, we can yeah. go on forever and ever and ever, but, you know, people have other podcasts to listen to, and we want to make sure that... That's true. We want to make sure that you folks get to all the great podcasts that are yeah. out there. Um yeah, so uh, this is now officially probably the week before Christmas. Uh-huh. So Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates yes. Christmas. Um, and if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah, just don't be a Scrooge. No, don't be a dick. Be uh, happy no matter what. I concur. Um, but... Uh, so that what that means is my birthday is right around the corner. I mean, forget all the holidays. Let's talk about important shit. My <laughs> more, birthday. More importantly. More importantly, yeah. let's talk about me. Um, so, yeah, on uh, the 28th of December, we're going to be hosting a party at Our Secret Spot. Yeah. A 40th birthday party for yours truly. Splish, splash, splish, sp- I can't even say it. I don't know. Damn splish, it, splash, splash. There you go. Um, <laughs> look, it's a beautiful alliteration. It's like... Art coming out of your mouth, uh-huh. um, which reminds me of that time that art came in your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of a lot of fun with a lot of cakes. Um, so if you happen to be in the Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, Southern Hemisphere, Earth area, uh, <laughs> please come to my party because look, it's a Thursday. What else are you going to do? Yeah, come to our secret spot and have some sexy fun. And even if you don't want to do any sploshing, A, you can watch. And B, that's only going to be a small part of the club, so the club will still be open as normal for the rest of the place. It's going to be a normal club that night. Uh, It's just that we're sequestering off uh, one of the rooms for, for, we're going to line it in plastic and... Splash zone. Yeah, it's going to be a splash zone. Um, so it's going to be epic. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely come down and say hey and and happy birthday to me. Um, then in 
uh, February, March of next year, dates still TBD, uh, the next Pendulum, Mm -hmm. Pendulum 5, or Pendulum V, Yeah. not standing for vagina, although I'm sure there'll be a lot of vagina there. Let's hope so. Pendulum V. Um, and then next um, October, November, we've talked about it before. You'll hear about it again. I'll forget about it in the meantime because I, I hate talking about it because it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, but it's our big uh, sexy holiday of Passion in Paradise um, and then two weeks at Desire in yep. Mexico. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, last we left off. We had discussed a lot of things. With pegging? With Oops. pegging. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I, I apologize. That's what we're talking about again yes. this week. Uh, Topic of choice. Pegging. Yes. Like, we had already done the 101 mm-hmm. way back in the beginning of our podcast. This one was the 101 part duh, um, or maybe 201. Ooh, and I now, like 201. I know, because it's like the sophomore class. Yeah. Um, and then, so this might be 202. So if you're okay. if right. you're looking for a major in pegging... <laughs> This is your career path, your your university path. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yes. So, um, can I go back to university and change my major? Well, at this point, you would be a professor. So, yes. um, you're with your experience in pegging. You're likely up for tenure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm okay with that. You are the peg master, mm-hmm. uh, master pegger. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Um, so last we left off, I, I vaguely remember us talking about, I don't know, something. Um, I think we last left off when we were talking about um, starting slow, massaging the area. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe doing some oral play, light fingering. Did we talk baths? No, we talked about the sphincter muscles and small dildos, yes. but we did not talk baths. Look. For first-timers, if you're a first-timer, I highly, 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 highly recommend taking a bath together. Um, a nice warm bath. You're going to yeah. loosen up the muscles. You're going to relax because, look, you're, if it's your first time, you're probably going to be a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're nervous, you're tense. And when you're tense, well... Things don't go in as easily. It, they don't go in as easily. Um, so I would advise taking a nice, long bubble bath, relaxing, yeah. either with or without your partner. Um but, yeah, just to get that area sort of chillaxed. Warmed and, up. Yeah. Get those muscles nice and loose. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would do. And, again, that's where, you know, the massage and the kind of light fingering and even some oral play can help as well. Just to, you know, get just get used to that area, get the blood flow going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm all aroused. <laughs> we're, we're five minutes into this podcast. I'm, I'm ready. All right. Okay, sorry. Are, are we going to actually uh, act this out as we discuss it? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the people at home going, do it, do it. <laughs> um, maybe next time, ladies yeah. and gents. But yeah, so we talked about... Uh, oh, did you hear that? It was a collective, aww. <laughs> but yeah, where we left off, we were talking about uh, starting with a small dildo mm-hmm. and, and working your way up. Yep. Um, I think it is very important to note, use a lot of lube. Oh, yeah. If you think you have enough lube, Use more more lube. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You cannot use enough lube with this. Like, it just, yeah. You want to lube up both the the anal area and also the dildo itself. And use just lube all over a lot of it. 
Don't be afraid. Completely agree. Um, you can have a towel sitting there to wipe your hand on. It's fine. Yes. But use a lot of lube. And you, you took the word right out of my mouth. Definitely have a towel close by. Look, um, no matter how much... Um, the seven Ps. Uh, prior, proper, prior proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. Um, be ready. But realistically, no matter how ready you are on the inside, there's always a risk of, of contamination. Yeah. So uh, having a nice beach towel, we've got three or four beach towels that are specifically yeah. sex towels. Yeah. There are old beach towels yeah. that we don't want to take to the beach anymore. They're a little ratty, but they're great for things like this. Yeah. And yeah. so you lay those out. Um, Unless you're doing it with a nice new partner that you really want to impress, then you want to have a nice towel, but whatever. <laughs> I love it. Or just turn the lights off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, have a towel ready and and, and handy, because look, uh, you know the uh, lube is there's a, there's a high likelihood that lube's going to leak out. Yeah. Um, but you should definitely use lots and lots of lube. So the yeah. question might be, gee guys, what kind of lube do I use? Oh my god, let me start with what's not lube. Not lube is spit. Spit is not lube. No, it's not. Um, hand lotion, not lube. Soap, not lube. Uh, shampoo, not lube. Conditioner, not lube. Um, Vaseline, not lube. Vaseline, not lube. <laughs> um, Vicks Vapor Rub, not no, lube. No, no. Um, baby oil, not fucking lube. <laughs> um You know, and I'm going to go ahead and, and say for me, although I know some people use it, Vegetable oil, canola oil, olive oil, coconut oil, not lubes. Yeah. Um, though I will say that's personal preference right there. All the previous ones, definitely not lubes. The cooking oils, I just don't like them. Um, I don't like the feel, to be honest. Uh, I, for me, for anal play, I want a nice, thick, yeah. like tacky lube. Something that I know is going to stick to me um, it's and it's going to stick around. around. Yeah. So then the question is, okay, water-based, silicone, or blend? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that depends on what toy you're using as well. Yes. Um, if you're using a condom on the toy, which we often do, then water-based. Um, and they have the... Was it Pure has the Analyze and what's Backdoor. their other one? Backdoor lube. So they have those ones that we do use quite a lot. Look, I, I will caution on that. Um, Analyze yeah. um, is, is the one, and then Backdoor is the other big one. Um, they have a relaxant in them. Um, I don't really notice a lot of it's relaxation. A, I was going to say, it's not a strong... What I like about it is it's extremely yeah. tacky. So yeah. they, they stick and they stay. Um, in both situations, they have a water-based and a silicone-based. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to know which one you're looking at. Um, but to take a quick step back from that, you don't want, some, you don't want a numbing agent. No. Especially no. if it's your first time. The, the reason things hurt is because, A, we might be doing them wrong, um, or B, we might be doing ourselves damage. And you want to make sure very quickly that you know if you're doing damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because you don't, you don't want rips or tears or whatever um, down there. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that to scare people. I'm just saying that to be cognizant and, re, and, and sort of know your body. Your body's talking to you. Um, and when it feels good, it feels good. And when it feels bad, you need to reassess and make sure that you're doing it right and not hurting yourself. So don't use any kind of relaxant. Um, 
I will say the analese and backdoor, they have a bit of a muscle relaxer. It's not a numbing agent. It's a muscle relaxer. And that's something a little different because that does help those two sphincter muscles that we talked about last mm-hmm. week um, relax a bit. And that it's not okay super with. strong that it's just no. like you're going to completely lose control. No. So, it's yeah. just It just sort of helps that relaxation. Takes the edge off. Takes the edge yeah. off. And I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, but I think it's, again, it's, it's <clears throat> vital not to use... Um, numbing agents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Muscle relaxers are one thing. Numbing agents are something mm-hmm. altogether different, and those yeah. are bad. You, you want to feel it. Yeah. yeah. So, back to the lube types. Um, silicone toys often do not play well with silicone lubes. Yeah. Um, the problem is silicone lubes, for me, feel best... They're the best They feeling. stick around the longest. Um, yeah. Silicone lubes do not play well with condoms. Uh, latex condoms. For most, in most cases, you want water-based lubes for latex condoms, silicone toys. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say. But if you're using the condom on the toy just to for easy cleanup, yeah, then you know the there's no risk of disease. Right, you're doing it because you're lazy, which yeah. I respect, and that's what we do. <laughs> um, so it, it's okay. I mean, for us, we do... I'm not going to say it's okay because that's personal preference and opinion. For us, it's okay. But for us, we do sometimes use the the silicon lubes on the condom on a toy. Yeah. So, you know. If you don't care about your toy, if you're okay buying a new toy every year or so, fucking use the silicon lubes. Um, All it's going to do is it's going to make the toy not as smooth. It's going to make the toy not... It will... I I say this. I'm not 100% sure. I think it makes the toy a little more um, receptive to bacteria. Mm. So that you do need to make sure you clean it properly. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we often will use silicon lube, but on a condom toy. Um, if you've got a glass dildo or a metal dildo, then of course you can use whatever lube you want. Um, yeah. Because both of those can very easily be sterilized and the silicone doesn't hurt them. Yeah. And whatever, whatever you end up using, just use lots of it. Yeah. Can't stress that enough. Yes. But again, spit's not a lube. No. And, and the main thing too, when you are starting to enter him with the dildo is don't force it. You know, use a lot of lube, go in nice and slow, do not force it. If if there's strong resistance, if something's not working, take a moment, step back, and, and kind of assess the situation and see what's going on. Talk because, to each other yeah. as well. Yeah. Look, is you know, you can tell as the recipient of mm-hmm. a dildo mm-hmm. where it needs to go. Yeah, um, and if the angle's wrong, if it's not quite positioned exactly right, something... You know, talk to your partner, work it out, yeah. but just don't force it. You know, and, and ladies, I'll, I'll, I'll say especially, you know, many, I'm going to make a, a gross judgment here and assume that most ladies have um, been on the receiving end of anal sex or a partner trying to mm. either pressure them into anal sex yeah. um, or they're, them wanting to do anal sex with their partner. Mm. And, and you know the importance of take it slow. Yeah. Um, and, and constantly communicate. Is this okay? Are you Okay. Um, and it, you can and you can enter a little slowly, and then pause. Yeah, you don't doesn't have to be a continuous motion. No. you can you know put it in a little bit, pause. You know, don't forget about 
the rest of him. So you can, you know, feel, you can be massaging and feeling, playing with his nipples, you know, playing with his penis. Give him a reach. If you're behind, give him a reach around and, and, you know, just give him a bit of a hand job if you're on top. If he's on top, again, we'll get to positions momentarily. Um, but don't forget about the rest of his, his body and his senses. And, and you, there are other parts of him that can be addressed. So, you know, while you're inserting or even after, don't forget that there are other parts of him to play with as well. Yeah, I would completely agree. Um, you're you're fucking the ass, the body, and the brain yeah. um, all at the same time, yeah. and that's important to remember. Yeah. Um, again, really no difference than any kind of regular sex play. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's you're the person's not an object. You need to treat them like a person. Um, yeah. Should we get to positions? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just sitting over here with like, you know, like um, dealing with a minor issue. Uh-huh. Between my legs. Uh-huh. I'm all aroused and shit. Uh, yeah, so let's talk... Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess we've talked about most of the, the pre-stuff. Let's yeah. talk about... Uh, we're getting into position. All right. Um, what positions do you have? So... I, I, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think most people assume uh, that the first and only position is the doggy style. Mm-hmm. Where the lady with the strap on right. is behind the guy. He's on all fours, ass in the air. That's, yeah. Um, See, I say doggy style. <laughs> Animals go crazy. Like They're like, woo! Yes. We're being mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, there's a dog barking out there. <laughs> <laughs> he he's apparently wants to come join in yeah. and uh, give heard, his opinion. <laughs> doggy style's the best. That's what he's saying down there. Uh-huh. Um... So I would suggest, if this is the first time, that first of all, talk to your partner about various positions and see what they're most comfortable with. Let him be in control at first so that he can control the speed of entry. I agree. Um, Because, and, and once you kind of learn and do this a few times and kind of work out what's good, what's comfortable, then, you know, maybe try starting out in different positions. But the first time you do it... Do whatever position he's comfortable with in controlling the situation. Um, there is the doggy style. The, that one, that's a good one, but it's not one I would start with. Uh, no, definitely um, not. Sleeping child is a good one. The yoga yep. pose where you've got you know your your shoulders and your head down and your ass kind of up in the air a little bit. Yeah, the, the chest and the stomach are as close to the ground yeah. or the bed as they can be. Your knees are tucked under you mm-hmm. um, and typically out a bit. Um, again, if you look up sleeping child pose in yoga, it's that's the yoga mm-hmm. position. Um, what's great about that is you know we've uh, it's kind of funny because squatty potties have come into yeah. uh, into play in in, in in media all over recently. Um, the reason that works so well is because it, it lines everything up so that it's there's no kinks in the in the colon, in the colon or in yeah. the anal uh, rectum. Um, so you know. What that what that means is you know when you brought bring your knees up, um, you're straightening out the the rectum, so mm-hmm. it makes come things coming out a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Also makes things going in a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and it's a great position to be in. Um, it's one of my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And another one that we commonly start with, and and that you start with sometimes even when doing anal play with a male partner, is to have. So if it were me pegging you, I would be laying on my back, and you're squatting over me, facing me. It's a roll-reversed cowgirl. It is, yeah. Um, And that's a good one because then, again, you can very easily control the speed of entry 
the angle, all of that. Yeah. And it's nice because I, the speed of entry is, I think, the most important part of that. You can go in a little, relax, mm-hmm. go in a little, and relax. Yeah. And then once you're in fully, you just let it just sit there for a minute. Yeah. There's no shame in just sort of like, let's chill out for a second. Once again, talking with my hands, smacking my phones around. Two weeks in a row, folks. Um, I get all excited. I can't help it. Um, take your phone away from you. No, I need it. That's where all my notes are. <laughs> um but you know, once you once you have it in the peg in the dildo in, um, get used to it. Let it re- relax a bit, yeah. and 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 sort of get used to it. And I, I promise you that once once you sort of acclimated to that, and it doesn't take long. For me, it's fifteen to forty five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might take you up to three or four minutes. But again, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's especially with a dildo. There's no risk of losing the erection if you're not doing anything. Mm. And you can be in that position and your partner can be doing something else to you. Nipple play or kissing or you're playing, If especially if I'm sitting or on, hand if, job. I'm, if I'm on you, yeah. I'm playing with your breasts yeah. or you're playing with my cock. You know, there's, there's a lot of play. I can reach around and reach underneath me and play with your pussy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I can, that we can do yeah. um, sort of to A, maybe take my mind <laughs> off of what's going on. And you're, you're not just sitting there be like, hey, so uh, how's, you, how's the weather out there? Do you like stuff? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of sexy things that can be happening during that time. Yeah. And again, that's, you know, that that slow entry and the getting used to it and taking that moment to just kind of pause, that can happen both with, you know, the first dildo that you try, the small one, and then if you do switch out other dildos, again, you're if you are building up in size, take that moment. And just yeah. It's going to be the same thing no matter what when it is or which one it is. And that's a good point because each time you change the dildo size, that bigger size is going to feel a bit aggressive each time or Mm -hmm. different, you know, and you've got to get used to that. Um, So, yeah, that's the... Those two, I think, the sleeping child position and the man on top, Uh uh, the role reversed cowgirl, um, Uh I think are the best starting positions. Um, Once you're comfortable with the dildo, once you're comfortable with being pegged, I think doggy style is still one of my favorites. I love Just it. because of the... Yeah. Doggy style is my favorite sex position yeah. for me and you. Um, and I think there's something nice about being on the receiving end as well. Feeling your hips or feeling the front of your hips, your, your pelvic area, mm-hmm. smack up against my ass is such an interesting feeling. Yeah. And I, I know that's the closest that we'll get. And yeah. I, I know when I play with male partners, it's still my favorite position because, you know, feeling their balls smack against my balls is a mm-hmm. really bizarre but amazing feeling. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy it. And I like it, again, because of the, the visual of just seeing the line, you know, down the back, and through the hips, down the way, you know, through the waist, and then down the hips, and and being able to hold on to your hips and and feel that movement, yeah. yeah. There's something just really hot about that. Um, you know, another really great position is me on my back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with your legs, but whatever is really comfortable. Typically, you know, and it might be helpful to either put um, one of like a wedge or something under your back to lift your. Bot, your, your, ass your, up a your, bit. your butt up off the yeah. bed um, or a couple of pillows or whatever mm-hmm. um, to lift you up a bit. But that's another great position because then that gives you the freedom to play with my legs, you know, play with my cock, yeah. that, which is a really amazing feeling. So how does it feel when you have a dildo in you and I'm playing with your cock? How is it different than normal cock play? 
Well, I mean, apart from the fact that there's something in my ass. But does it? I but, mean, but but with the the pressure on the prostate, how does that does that change how? It, I'm guessing it changes how it feels. But how? It does. Um, f- but for me, there's that there's that wonderful. And again, I, I can only compare it to something I don't even I can I don't even know. Which is like, how does it feel when I massage your clit? But I'm. I'm inside of you Mm -hmm. or or you've got a dildo inside of you. For me, it's that there's a full feeling, you know, there's, there's something, you know, you feel full. Um, and then with the cock play that just makes you feel even fuller. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the prostate's being massaged at the same time, the, the feeling that, uh, of explosion of about to tip over the edge is almost Mm -hmm. constant. Um, Interesting. That sounds cool. It's a, it's a, for me, it's a wonderful feeling. I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to express. Um, yeah, but it's, it's kind of awesome. Um, so, you know, uh, another really great position, uh, is, is with you sitting down and then me sitting on your lap. Um, so put okay, yourself yeah. in a chair yeah. and we've done that a bit on the bed where you're sitting on the bed and then I just back into you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another great, cause again, I have control over speed, depth, um, and, and just how in, in the power of the thrust, you don't yeah. get as much control over, yeah. over it. Um, which is, but it's a good, it's an awesome feeling. Yeah, and all through this, you know, whenever we are doing pegging, again, like I said before, you don't forget that there's other parts of him that need stimulating as well. And so if he likes nipple play, uh, you know, if you want to give him a hand job, if if he likes nails, especially if you're doing, like, the doggy or anything back, like, nails down the back, um, you know, ears, just any kind of the normal things that you would do during sex, don't forget those when you're doing anal play yeah. because it is no different than, than normal sex as far as you want to stimulate other parts of the body as well. Um, dirty talk. I love dirty talk. We do a lot more of that when we're doing pegging. Yeah. Um, and it's it just, to me, it kind of adds to the, the scenario and the situation a bit. The mystique. It, yeah, it, it makes it a little more exciting for me to do a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah, you you tend to get pretty mouthy. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think of, like, uh, two more sort of positions that I can think of that, that we've done. Um, one that we will probably do the second we wrap up this podcast, because now I'm all aroused. And although I wasn't really thinking about prostate play tonight, uh-huh. now I can think of you nothing. You can't stop thinking about it, yeah. Right now. Yeah. Um, and the first is where I'm laying flat on my belly on mm-hmm. the bed, mm. and then you squat above me. Yeah. Um, that's not good for long, deep thrusts, but for short, shallow, yeah. uh, smaller dildos, it's great. Um, I think that's a that's a fun one as well because, again, that gives you all the control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly would be just doing it, you know, bent over a counter, bent over the table, bent over the couch, wherever... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, it's not the bedroom. Um, it's it's kind of nice to get out there and and just play. Yeah. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, mix it up a little yeah. bit. Remember, sex doesn't always have to happen in the bedroom. There's like a million other places it can happen. All right. So, any other positions you want to mention, or no, those no, are the big ones? Those are the big ones. Those yeah. are the ones that I like. You know, and of course, there's always variations on a theme. Yeah. You, you know, I can turn around and do a, a reverse cowgirl or whatnot. And, and once you're comfortable with pegging with your partner, you can any normal sex position that you do with you know reverse, you just could do the same thing. You know, yeah. anything that you would do. You know, when he's inside of you, do it inside of him. So it, but it's just get comfortable with that first, and then use your imagination and have fun with it. I will say, there's something for being on your back is a very vulnerable position, mm-hmm. uh, visually vulnerable because you're literally you're for a guy at least. I think for women it might be not as it's it's still vulnerable, but I think most women are kind of used to laying on their backs, maybe have having their legs in the air. Uh, guys aren't used to that vulnerability. So I think that can be a bit confronting, um, but I still would encourage guys to do it because yeah, it's... get used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because it's a lot of fun and it feels really, really yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, that's that's the only... Oh, and the last thing I will say um, before we get to myths uh, about pegging. Um, look, for us when we peg, it's very rarely about penetration of you. It's always penetration yeah. of me. And then you always will either manually play with me or we'll have somebody else play with me in some way to where when I come, I, I, that that's my that's your goal, our goal, Yeah, um, is not about me penetrating you mm-hmm. to orgasm. It's you penetrating me and enjoying that and then whatnot. Um, so for the ladies, I would encourage toy use, mm-hmm. um, some, stra- some <coughs> um, strap-ons and strap-on equipment have... Pockets for vibrators. Yeah, use that. Um, most of them have either uh, easy pussy play, so you can play with your own dildo, own vibrator, whatnot, yeah. or let him do it while you're while you're pegging him. Um, so that's that's sort of getting. I would say get into that mindset that sex looks a lot of se- sex looks different yeah. depending on who who you're doing it with, um, and while. Most of us, most people look at sex as penis and vagina. Um, dildo and anus, that's still sex. We're having mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not what, yeah. you know, I think the vast majority of folks would say sex is. Uh, so that that would be my advice on that. And then finally, respect that when, when the guy comes, I'm one of those, when I come, I want everything out of my ass. I yeah. can't take that. It's way too over, over overstimulation, almost to the point of pain. It doesn't hurt, yeah. but it's so it's uncomfortable. Too it's yeah. too much that I cannot handle it. So, so when you're done, pull it out. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm done, you know, listen to your partner when yeah. he's done, when you're done or he's done, whatever, listen to him. Some mm-hmm. guys enjoy the thrusting afterwards. It feels good. Some guys don't. Just yeah. be sort of aware and, and know where your partner sits and or stands on that. And I will say that 
you know, you were talking about uh, what the, the female using toys and things. And for me, it really turns me on to peg you. And so I get very wet and very drippy when, when we're playing. Um, and so I do like to have, you know, if, if there's a little bit of the vibrations, you know, if we've got a vibrator in whatever strap-on, whatever uh, harness I'm using or panties, um, I really like that. And so that helps a lot. But even so, if we don't have, if there's a third person that I can fuck when we're done with it, then that's great. If not, I will very often go to a dildo or a vibrator and use that myself because I am so wet afterwards. Yeah. It's like, I just, I need something inside me. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's, you know, personal preference and whatever yeah. works for you and just have fun with it. Enjoy the situation and however that ends up looking. I agree. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's uh, let's move along to some of the myths. What do you have as as things? So what we did basically was uh, we sort of scoured the interwebs, um, everything from from just googling it to Reddit to see what um, what myths were out there about. Well, I'm going to say anal play, but pegging in specific, mm-hmm. uh, pegging in particular. Can I have an orgasm from pegging? Me or you? <laughs> you. It's from a guy's perspective. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and I've had those orgasms, and they are long, rolling orgasms. Um, like uh, how long would you say? Anywhere from two to three minutes to 15 to 20 minutes. I know that uh, Cooper S. Beckett talks about having an orgasm for like a couple of hours. Like like Jeez. later, he's wow. actually at a buffet getting food, and he's still sh- occasionally shaking with these tremors, the or- yeah. these orgasmic tremors. Um, and that's, you know... It's one of those things that's a weird feeling. And I have had those moments where after it's done, I have trouble standing. Mm -hmm. And then once I can stand, then I I still have trouble putting together a sentence. Um, So I don't think I've ever actually had an, an, an ejaculation orgasm from pegging. However, I definitely have had an ejaculation orgasm from being fucked by a guy, mm-hmm. um, which, let's be realistic, it's not a big difference between that between the two. Uh, I should say physically and, man, you know. As far as the prostate simulation goes. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know that it was, it's possible for me. Mm-hmm. to do it um, and that was one of those really surprising it was like holy shit and he goes what I said like, I'm gonna come he was like really <laughs> <laughs> which I think it was just great and and it I did and it was like one of those whoa that's an amazing yeah it was amazing yeah so yes so the yes you is, can orgasm and yes it's awesome yes to both <laughs> oh yeah cool um, so the first one I had was it's going to hurt a lot um, and I would respond to that is if that's the case, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, you need more lube. You need more preparation. You need more relaxation. Smaller dildo. A smaller dildo. Yeah. You need to, yeah, there's, if it hurts, you're doing something wrong. And if it truly, truly hurts, stop. Yeah. Don't keep going. No, yeah, don't yeah. don't power through because, um, and I've done that as well. I've powered through and then, you know, I'm, I'm sore for the next couple of days. Uh, you know, I've had I've had bruising around the ass, the, around the anus, um, before due to really aggressive partners who were either drunk or didn't know what they were doing, um, and and you know it's not terrible, but it's not comfortable. Don't do it. Bruising yeah. around any orifice is not a pleasant yeah. thing. Um, you just want to really want to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. So if it hurts, that's again your body's 
throwing up a red flag saying, hey, something's not right. Yeah. Let's fix it. Um, there's plenty of times we've done it that it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. What about farting? <sighs> what about it? What do you think? I think, sure, you might be embarrassed for a few seconds, but it happens. Everybody does it. You're putting something into the anus. You're changing the airflow there. If it goes in, it's got to come out. Yeah. So it, it happens. Who cares? You might be embarrassed momentarily. L- laugh about it. Have a giggle if you want. doesn't matter. But just keep going. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, farts happen. Shit happens. Just don't worry about it. I would agree. Yeah. yeah you're, you're pushing something into your anus, and very likely air is going to go in with it. Yeah. Um, and when air goes in with it, it wants to come it's, back out. It's got to come out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Have a giggle if you need to. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a focal point. Yeah. It's a fuckle point. Ha, 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 ha. No? Okay. No. Um, so the next one that I have that I found was the person, the person actually doing the pegging doesn't receive pleasure. The person, oh no, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Took me a moment to process that one. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) No, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. So tell me, what kind of pleasure do you get? Uh, it's, we've touched on it in various forms before, but I would say it's, it's a mental thing for me because I like having the the control of the situation, the power. It's, it's a bit of a role reversal and a different dynamic between us when, when I am pegging you. Um, and you know, even starting off, if you're controlling the position that doesn't, you know, I still have control over myself and what's going in you. And, and so there's still that, um, yeah, it's just that whole that whole role reversal gives me a bit of a rush. Um, and it is knowing that I'm providing you with that kind of pleasure because I know what it feels like, you know, to be fucked with a penis. And I can only imagine that you get a similar type of pleasure from it when I'm fucking you with a dildo. Yeah. And so, and I really, really like having something inside me. I imagine that you've really like having something inside of you and and just being able to give you that pleasure and that sensation and and seeing how positively you do respond to it and when you have the prostate orgasms and you know just how how you respond to that how your body responds to that it it really makes me feel good it makes me happy and and I get all drippy and wet and really turned on and really horny and yeah then take care of myself later (laughs) I love it that's great yeah, no, I think that's uh, that seems accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the next question that I've had about it is, again, we've touched on this a bit, what if it just won't go in? Again, you're doing something wrong. More lube, smaller dildo, yeah. relax a bit more. If it just isn't working, just stop. Yeah. Don't, you know, try again later. Try, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to go blown on your first attempt no and you know the other thing to that is you know often what for me personally what I found is if I can't get a, a penis or a, or a dildo in um, it's because nothing else is happening the only thing that's actually happening is the penetration yeah. so you know your body just again it's it's not something that typically things go into so yeah. your body clamps up because it, it it's freaking out um, but if if you start giving me a blowjob or if you start just, you know, sort of lightly manual stimulation, um, I start to focusing on the cock play and then my sphincter muscles relax. Yeah. Um, 
You need other foreplay, warm up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's something that and, yeah. and that's assuming again that you've done all the warm up, mm-hmm. that there is plenty of lube, that everything you're doing is right. Um and you just still can't get it in. Yeah. So what I would advise to that is start doing something else. Yeah. Playing with nipples, playing with earlobes, playing with cock. Um, just playing to, to help take the mind off of the fact that something's going in the anus. Mm. Um, so the next one that I had was, if a girl likes pegging, it means she's a lesbian. Which, when I saw that, I had to giggle. Because really? that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and I think that boils down to the the that again that heteronormativity that um, if a woman feels like she wants or needs a penis, be it real or not, um, <coughs> she must be a lesbian. And I, I really don't understand that, but that is definitely, definitely, <coughs> definitely not the case. All right. So the next myth that I have, or I guess I guess it is more of a myth than a question, is that pegging is all about the power. How do you feel about that one? Uh, you know, that's it's interesting because, you know, look, I understand where that comes from. You know, it, it is it is a change in the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, the the woman will more at, more likely have power, but not always. Um, and the man will have least, less power, but mm-hmm. again, not always. Um, look, I like the trait of power, uh, but it really is not about power. It's not, that's not what it's about. Um, I enjoy it because primarily because I enjoy the prostate massage. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that feeling. If power is what you want to trade, if that's something that you really like the idea of, of you know, the, the man not being dominant or the man being the receiver, the female being um, dominant or the giver, if that's what turns you on, then sure. But I don't think that's the same for everyone. No. Um, in fact, I think there's a lot of people out there that they don't even notice the dominance change. Mm-hmm. For us, it's part of the game. Yeah. Uh, for us, you being dominant, that's part of the scene. Yeah. Um, but that's not why we do it. Yeah. I, yeah, as I was gonna say, I do like the fact that I am a little more in control, um, that you are a little more vulnerable. If Yeah, I'm not sure that's the right word. but um, and So it is part of it for us. It isn't for a lot of people. It is a bit more about the, the prostate play and just just a different form of play. It's it's almost like a different sex position, but it just happens to be that I have a dildo on. Yeah. And it's going inside of you. So it's not always about the power. It is for some people, and depending on the scenario, that that is a big part of it. Um, but it doesn't have to be. You know, it can just be a different position, a different type of stimulation, different type of play, um, you know, just kind of changes the dynamics a little bit. And, and again, it, I get a lot of pleasure from seeing the different type of pleasure that it gives you compared to normal play. And, and, you know, it's, and it's, I would almost equate it to a female having a clitoral orgasm and a G-spot orgasm. You know, it's a different kind of orgasm and a different kind of pleasure. And why should you be denied one of those? You know, I don't want to be denied either of them. Yeah. Why should you? No, I agree. Um, I think it's a really good point. 
You got any others? Yeah, so the next one I have is one we touched on last week, which is um, if a guy likes being pegged, it means he's gay. Uh-huh. Um, and we, I know we already talked about it. We already said, and I'm going to reiterate if folks missed last week for some strange reason, um, you know, just because I love uh, spaghetti and lasagna does not make me Italian. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the, the two things are not related. Um, but what that means is, you know, if you, if you like being pegged or, or you're interested in pegging, you're you're an open-minded person that's up to trying new things, and you really enjoy great orgasms. Um, because I promise you that it it is an amazing orgasm uh, that you have when being pegged. Awesome. I don't have any others. Do you? Um, yeah, I had a couple others here right. that I found. You've got um, Yeah. You've got it all. I just have to find my list that I found. There it is. Um, so... One of the other ones that uh, that I had stumbled across um, was that uh, strap-on sex and pe- pegging is just a trendy new fashion created by sex toy vendors. Wow. I know, okay. right? I saw that, and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, um, okay. And that's dumb as hell. But that but pegging's been around a lot longer than sex toy vendors have been. Uh, again, I think the, the Marquis de Sade talked about yeah. it in 1795. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Hmm. What did they use for dildos back then? Um, Do you know? I have no idea. I would, I would guess that they were. I would guess that they were either ceramic, uh-huh. or wood, glass, possibly metal. Those were. The, I would tend to agree. That's, but that's what I would say because I don't know. Did they have rubbers in? Rubbers, not like condoms, but like types of rubber, like silicone and shit. I, don't I know they didn't have know. silicone. I'm confident. I don't know. Oh, Fuck, here we know. go. So, just a very quick Google search. Um, apparently, bless you, Google. A 250 year old. I don't know how true this is because again, it was you know just looking it up here very quickly. Because the internet. Um, yeah. So, a 250 year old sex toy was found by archaeologists in Poland. It's an eight inch leather dildo with a wooden head. There you go. I would. That sounds great. Sounds like a Thursday night. Uh, yeah, so we'll have to see what else we can find. But yeah, it looks like wooden dildos from the 18th century. Um, there's apparently a long, strange history of sex toys. We should probably look that up. That and sounds great. Yeah, it does. Wow, that's just really long, so we'll have to save that for another time. Um, okay, yeah, I was just curious. So, yeah, I was like, you know, it just kind of hit me that if pegging's been around that long, what did they use? But that makes sense. Um, the other one that I had was uh, strap-on wear has no receives no pleasure, which we again we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Um, and then uh, strap-ons are only used by lesbians and sadistic mistresses. So which one am I? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, um, you're at times sadistic, at at times a mistress, um, at times lesbianish. Yeah, but I'm not really bisexual. But I'm not really any of those. But you're none of those. No, no. Um, which is shit like this kills me. Um, only sub men and dom women enjoy pegging. Uh, we know that's not true. Yeah, that's one that oh, that kills me because we've met a number of very strong, manly, very men, dominant, very men. dominant yeah. men that enjoy pegging. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's again, it's and I think it. I think it goes back to just. 
besides the whole scenario and the the scene and the play of it, when it does come down to the prostate orgasm, it's just a different orgasm, and and it's and you get a lot of you get at least some health benefits from it. And, and why should you be denied that just because some people are squicky about it? Yeah, it's it always cracks me up. It's just that ignorance about we don't like what we don't understand, um, mm. and that's that's what it ends up, you know. And if you haven't it tried up. it, try it. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Is that so, all we have to say about pegging, or say, do, you do you have, have any more? I was going to say, I'm, I'm basically all out. Do you have any final comments on um, or advice on uh, like how to make the pegging experience? I was say, we can just do a kind of real quick recap, um, just kind of touching on some of the major points. And you know, going back to talking about it with your partner, making sure you're both comfortable with the idea that you're on the same page as to how you want to go about it, what you want to get out of it. And then when you do decide to do it, kind of set the scene, have a bit of that relaxing evening, like you said before, maybe have a a bubble bath and just take the time to relax, have some massage time, you know, build up the blood supply in the legs and the anus and, you know, do some external play and get that kind of warmed up and, and ready to go, um, you know, get your anus ready to accept something inside of it. Do finger play. That's a good, yeah. a good, easy way to kind of ease into it. Use gloves. Put a condom on your finger if you want to. Um, and if you're going to use gloves, we like to use nitrile ones. If you're using latex, check with your partner. They don't have any latex allergies. Uh, find a good snug strap-on um a harness or panties that is comfortable for you that you like to wear if you feel sexy in it it's it's steady you know you've got good control over the dildo because the last thing you want is a little wobbly dildo going everywhere that you have no control <laughs> over <laughs> indeed that's the last thing he wants to um start with a small dildo build up you know don't be scared to don't worry about size don't be a size queen you know just go small yeah it's okay Baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Lots of lube. Lots and lots and lots of lube. If you think you have enough, add more. Uh, we like to use condoms on the dildos for easy cleanup because yeah. we're lazy. And again, and if you are in a group situation where you're switching between partners, it makes that easy as well. Yeah. So condoms are, are a great, easy way to, to do that. Um, and we've talked about just starting slow, not forcing the dildo in. Uh, being in a good position, whatever that is for the guy, whatever makes him comfortable and makes you comfortable Keep as the a female. Constant line of communication. Yeah. Um, because you know the 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 dildo, and this, I think this should go without saying, but the dildo's non-feeling, so yeah. the woman can't tell, um, or the whoever's driving the dildo can't tell what it feels like for it. Um, so you've got to, as the recipient, you've got to be very verbal about mm-hmm. you know. Left, right, up, down, slower, faster, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep that communication line going. And also, when you do get to, you know, once the dildo is in and you do start kind of getting the rhythm and, and moving it in and out, start with kind of slow, easy motions. You know, you don't have to go like, you know, all the way out, all the way in. Yeah. Like, just kind of start with a slow, easy, rhythmic 
not a lot of distance kind of thing. And then if he wants more, again, keep that com- line of communication open and talk about it. And if he wants more movement, then add, add it. But yeah. you know, don't, it's not like you have to have like the big, huge pounding motion kind of thing right off the bat. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, and yeah, don't forget about the other sensory parts, you know, whether it be nipple play, whether it be ball play, um, you know, ears, hips, backs, nails, you know, whatever it is. Verbal. Just, yeah, verbal. Yeah. Don't just don't forget the other senses and, and the rest of the body needs to be stimulated as well. And that'll help make the, the anal play easier and help him relax a bit as well. Because yeah. it gets your mind off of it and you're not, that's not the only thing you're focused on and thinking about. Um, it should be fun. Yeah. It should be fun. It should feel good. Um, and yeah, I think that and you may not get it 100% right the first time. Yeah. That's okay. And don't take it seriously. Just, like you said, have fun with it. Have, have fun. A, have a giggle about it. If, if you try something and it fails miserably, have a laugh about it. And yeah. then do something different. That's yeah. right. You care about your partner. You yeah. want both of your people, you know, both of you want the other to feel good. Um, this isn't, you know, this it's not about shaming. So uh, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. And it's uh, fucking awesome to do. Yeah, it is. Um, you want to go give it a go? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, let's wrap this mother up <laughs> so that uh, yeah, we may. Uh, it might, might be a short one, guys. Sorry. We're going to go have some fun. Yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, send us your questions, comments, and rude remarks to theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at By the By Podcast. Also on Twitter at By the By Podcast and Instagram. I should just say Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are all By the By Podcast. Um, yeah, and I guess we got, we'll see you guys, uh, after, oh my gosh, after, after Christmas. After Christmas. So by the time yeah. you all hear us next, we'll, uh, we've got a good one coming up. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Woohoo. So excited for this one. Yeah. We've got another, another event, another uh-huh. podcast event. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's going to be the last podcast of the year or the first podcast of oh, next year. We'll have to see. But it is going to be a podcast. I'm going to go with the first one of the new year because it'll be a great way to ring in the year. It will be. We've got some it's special guests. It's going to be a group event. Yeah, there's going to be it's, it's a podcast orgy. It is going to be a podcast orgy. Yes. Um we have a new couple uh-huh. that have never been on the podcast. Uh-huh. So you'll have some new voices. We have of course our wonderful friends Lawrence and Jess from mm-hmm. Our Secret Spot. And Lolo Lady and the Ginger Tramp. We're yes. all going to be podcasting together, um, and we're going to be playing a game. Yes. So it's going to be a nice podcast. Should we talk about the game and no. see if anybody wants to throw in their suggestions? No. Okay. No. Oh, wow. We all have to bring our own. All right. That's, 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 that, you didn't that want to let the, the audience to no. bring out. All right. There you go. Well, there you go, audience. You don't get an option. You're just going to have to sit there and take it. Yeah, and if you like it, then, well, that doesn't mean we can't do it again with audience in- input. Oh, fair enough. But this first time, we already laid out the rules. So fair enough. enough. That's right. Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 